0: Well, welcome to the Unstoppable Freedom Podcast. I'm Jimmy Page. This is the format called Freedom Under Fire, the top three headlines you need to know about. Each Freedom Under Fire segment does three things. Number one, it keeps you on top of the most important issues affecting your freedoms today. Number two, it lets you know why it matters. And number three, it tells you what you can do about it. So here we go. Here are the top three headlines for April 3rd, 2023. Headline number one, Trump pleads not guilty to 34 felony counts of falsifying business records linked to 2016 hush money payments. So what's happening? Well, the New York State Attorney General for Manhattan, Alvin Bragg, has charged the former president with 34 felonies of falsifying business records and conspiracy stemming from an alleged hush money payment to porn actress Stormy Daniels. Legal analysts say the 34 indictments are actually just one single charge. Trump entered a plea of not guilty, and this makes our 45th president the first former president to ever be indicted for a crime. This is the culmination of an eight-plus-year investigative pursuit to destroy 45 by the DOJ, FBI, partisan politicians, and state attorney generals. Some have called this the boldest election interference ever attempted in the nation's history as the justice system has relentlessly pursued any and all criminal charges possible to take out the current administration's number one political opponent and GOP frontrunner for 2024. The reason this is direct and intentional election interference is obvious. First, the trial is set to begin in December of this year and will definitely affect the GOP primaries, and it's likely to extend throughout the primaries and may not even be resolved before the election in 2024. In fact, it's unlikely. Well, why does this matter? Well, it matters for a number of reasons. It matters because it marks the weaponization of the justice system and political power to relentlessly target and prosecute political opponents. And regardless of how you feel about one candidate, one party, or another, this is a very dark day in America. This has ushered in a totalitarian justice system that will forever Forward be weaponized by the ruling party against the minority party. This simply doesn't happen in America until now. It happens in third world countries with tribal wars and communist dictatorships like Cuba and North Korea and China, where political dissidents are punished and jailed and sometimes killed. It matters because we're all entitled to equal treatment under the law. And if the justice system can be weaponized against a president, it can be weaponized against you and me. If an attorney general can run on a promise to, quote, get Trump, and whose staff have openly called for his impeachment, his removal, and preventing him from ever holding office again, that's a serious problem. And when the current president is on video after the midterm elections last November saying, quote, we just have to demonstrate that he will not take power, making sure that if he does run under the legitimate efforts of the Constitution, that he does not become president again end quote, if the justice system can target and prosecute political opponents, the same can happen to anyone who opposes the current administration in power. This is the road to destruction of our constitutional republic. Of course, no one is above the law, but no one should be a permanent political target of the law either. So what can we do about it? well. This is the area where most of us feel powerless, but you must make your voice heard and call your representatives today and express that you are opposed to weaponizing the justice system against political opponents, against religious beliefs, against free speech, or any other reason protected by God and the Constitution, no matter which side of the aisle you're on. This is simply not America. Well, that's headline number one. Okay, headline number two. Michigan State University warns against using terms female, America, Christmas trees in new inclusive style guide. So what's going on? Censorship is alive and well on our college campuses. Woke censors are purging everyday free speech of words that they deem offensive. And by the way, this list is ever-changing and it never ends. This year's version of Michigan State University's style guide lists words to avoid under four categories gender and sexuality, race and ethnicity, global identity, and disability. Well, here are some of the terms to avoid. Under the gender and sexuality section, MSU advocates for using terms that support radical gender theories. In an effort to avoid assuming someone's biological sex, MSU recommends avoiding the word female because it, quote, reduces women to their assumed biological anatomy, end quote. What other way is there to describe their gender? MSU made no mention, of course, of avoiding the term male, however, and that's curious. The terms obese, obesity, and overweight were also labeled problematic by MSU. The university prefers its staff to use, quote, higher weight or larger bodied. MSU warned communication staff against using majority religious imagery and language, especially during the winter and spring seasons. Those problematic words, according to the university, include Merry, Christmas, Christmas trees, wreaths, holly, bells, gifts, reindeer, bunnies, eggs, and chicks. Instead, MSU encourages staffers to use the phrases, quote, wishing you a wonderful winter-spring break, or best wishes for the new year. Well, under the disability label, MSU writes that it's wrong to use ableist language, which includes words such as crazy or insane, bonkers, nuts, loony, lame, tone deaf, you name it. Well, why does all of this matter? Well, first, this is absolutely insane. Uh, Oops, uh, that's one of the words that we've been warned about using. This is in direct opposition to our Constitution. For any university to even suggest warning anyone about censoring their free speech and limiting their free expression is a direct assault on our constitutional rights. No one, I repeat, no one checks their God-given rights at the door when they enter a campus or any other place in America. We carry those rights with us wherever we go. A university should, of all places, be a place where the free exchange of ideas is encouraged. It also matters because this is a huge indication of the leftist, Marxist, woke ideology and environment that your kids will be immersed in at this and other universities for four plus years of indoctrination. What can you do about it? Well, number one, if you have college age kids, prepare them for this woke indoctrination and this opposition to freedom that they are likely to encounter. And number two, call your kids' university and find out if they're promoting nonsense like MSU and other universities are. And number three, choose a college or university that supports your values, that supports your beliefs, and that supports the American way. And number four, please stop giving to your alma mater if they support this nonsense. That's headline number two. Well, headline number three is this, Oklahoma Secretary of Education attempts pornography regulation in school libraries. So what's going on? Last week, Oklahoma State Superintendent of Public Instruction, Ryan Walters, showed images of books he called pornographic, including pictures of sexual acts during their Thursday meeting. The Oklahoma State Board of Education approved new rules that prohibit pornographic and sexually explicit material in schools. Excerpts that were shared with onlookers included pages taken from gender queer, Let's talk about it and being a human. Parents are under attack, superintendent said. Our values are under attack. Well, this week, however, the Oklahoma State AG gave notice that the State Board of Education does not have the authority to make rules without direction from the state legislature. The first and only question I have is this Why is sexually explicit and pornographic material available in schools? Why is it there at all? In, in my estimation, it has no business being in our school system. Well, why does this matter? Number one, this matters because it is highly likely that your school has pornographic and sexually explicit materials available in the library and potentially being shared in the classroom without you even knowing about it. And number two, you can and must do something about it to protect your kids. So what can you do about it? Well, number one, ask your school administrators to disclose every book available in the library or used in the classroom that has sexually explicit material or pornography. Number two, put it in writing that you do not consent to your children ever being exposed to these materials. Number three, you can petition the school board to have those materials removed. And number four, of course, you always have the option to remove your kids. That's headline number three. Well, freedom is under fire every day, and now is the time to stand up and protect our liberties wherever they're under attack. I'm Jimmy Page, and this is the Unstoppable Freedom Podcast. Freedom under fire.